Hello, everybody. This is episode 15 of Introverts Empowered, and I'm fangirling today because one of my favorite humans, Rachel Weaver, is coming on the show to share her wisdom on how to write magnetic copy using human design. Now, Rachel blends human design and conversion copywriting to help spiritual entrepreneurs clarify their voice and amplify it for greater impact. Through her signature process, Copy by Design, clients align their brand voice to their soul's message and position themselves as the expert in their space. Rachel has been deep into her own human design experiment for six years and knows that helping other women find their voice is her soul's message for the world. Now, in this conversation, Rachel is really diving into the nitty gritty of human design. She's chatting about what it is and how it can help you write better. She's teaching us how to write more authentically and how to write in a way that attracts ideal clients. So you're definitely going to want to grab a notebook for this one. So grab your notebook and let's get into it. Welcome to Introverts Empowered, the podcast for powerhouse introverts, HSPs, and empaths who are ready to share their gifts with the world and get visible online. I'm your host, Emily Fry, and my guest and I will be taking you on a journey to help you reframe your beliefs around what it means to be a sensitive woman in business. Listen in for your daily dose of encouragement and marketing guidance tailored to fit your quiet, sweet-spirited, and ambitious soul. Rachel, thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited to chat about human design and copywriting and how those two things really blend together. Before we dive in, would you mind just sharing a bit about your journey to entrepreneurship and how you landed in this niche? Yeah, absolutely. First, thank you so much for just having this conversation. I, I love talking about all of this, so I'm excited. Um. I landed in this niche and here by, well, I'm a manifesting generator. So I found this path like very crooked and like doing lots of different things before I finally landed here and spent a lot of time questioning and wondering what the hell, what I was doing and um, following shiny objects and going down rabbit holes. And um, it all accumulated to an understanding that I have now. And it started with doing online marketing and um, really diving into like, how do people, why do people buy? And then it got me into, well, it's because of messaging and the words that people are using and then learned copywriting. And I was like, is something still missing? Uh, and really understanding how the energy behind the words really matters and the person that's selling really matters. And that led me to, and actually about that time I found human design and started playing with my own human design and understanding who I was. Um, and then realized about, it was last fall. So fall of 2020, um, realized that I needed to combine these two. I needed to combine copywriting and human design because human design allows you to understand who you are. And then copy allows you to clarify and meet people where they're at and Blending those two allows you to stand out with a message that's super authentic to you and your essence and your soul, um, while also being exactly what your ideal clients are asking for. 
That is so interesting, Rachel, because, okay, I'm a psychology nerd. That's actually what I'm in school for right now. And I think that's what's really drawn me to learn more about human design because it's like a psychology tool for yourself. And then also something you can use like as a coach for myself, I can use that for clients to better understand how to serve them. And so I think you've done a really beautiful job of blending this like sales psychology with human design and the psychology aspect of that. So before we dive any deeper, though, I want to kind of pause for our listeners and dive into just the basics. Like what is human design? Yeah. So human design is, it was downloaded by Ra Uhuru and he basically kind of combined a bunch of different systems to one system, human design. So it's chakras, I Ching, um, astrology, quantum physics, and it's based on your birth chart, uh, based on your birth date and time. And it spits out a chart that looks very foreign if you don't know what you're looking at. Um, but basically, it goes into how your energy is designed to move and, is, and how you're designed to make decisions and kind of work in this world. And it gets into the nuances of even like some of the different challenges you're going to be facing all the time throughout your life. It's going to be a layered process. You're going to keep facing those challenges. Um, And it's all meant to help you understand yourself better. Um, And each type I've, the interesting part that I've kind of looked, seen is each type really interacts with the world differently. We're kind of all taught that you go out there and you make it happen right? Like you can just, you decide you're going to do something and you go out and you make it happen and you hustle. Very masculine, and right? Very masculine. And I, I never connected with that. I mean, I am all about like going after your dreams. Absolutely. But it, the hustle part was like, just nah, no. Yeah. Um, but most people and majority of people are not designed to just do that especially women, I feel, because we are, we have so much more feminine energy in us that we're, we're getting to a point, I think in like evolution that our energy really, really matters. And when we're showing up, not in our energy, it feels wrong. And it, and we feel, especially as women, we're very sensitive to it, that we just get, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All right. Maybe for our listeners, could you give an example of showing up with masculine energy versus showing yeah. up with feminine energy, maybe in your content or on social media? Yeah. yeah. So masculine would be like you decide that you are going to make five thousand dollars this month, and you're just going to go out and you're going to do a bunch of content. You're going to um, post every single day, and it's like it feels very forced. And, um, you feel like you're like gritting your teeth almost right to get through and do the thing where a feminine flow would be more like, Hmm, what feels aligned today Mm -hmm. or this month to do and really checking in with your own intuition being like, well, actually I think I could go higher or I could, or maybe I need to go lower because I, you know, whatever, whatever's feeling intuitive. And then from there, you're trusting your own intuition to lead you to what you need to do next. So in human design, you make decisions based on your authority. And so you would 
follow your authority to kind of understand what you need to be doing, the what, the how, right? You're not forcing your own how, you're allowing the universe to guide you to the how. Um, And so there's different authorities. Some are sacral, which is like a yes or no, like you, um, you, if there's a yes or no question, you're like, "Mm," you kind of lean in or a no. Um, There's splenic, which is very quiet, intuitive uh, knowing. There's emotional solar plex, which is an emotional wave. You have to ride a wave to really understand and know what you need to do next. And then there's mental where you need to speak it and you need to talk to just kind of talk it out to figure out what's right for you. And then there's reflectors that are a lunar cycle. They need to like feel through like a whole 28 day cycle or more to really understand what they need to do next. It's a little bit more, it's a slower process, which in our world, like, no, it's just, you don't like, can't you make a decision? Like, no, they, they do need to take time. Um, even emotional solar plex needs to take time to make their decision. They cannot make a snap decision. It won't be correct for them. Right. And there's a lot of decision-making that goes into branding and marketing and content creation. And I find for myself as an emotional projector, that can become a little bit overwhelming at times because, you know, you do have to wait for that wave of emotion to pass. You can't make these gut decisions. Um, And sometimes the marketing advice and stuff out there is really geared towards that I guess that masculine energy or that, you know, that idea that you should make decisions quickly. Um, And so I love, I love what you said there about um, how, how we're really intended to make decisions. And I want to circle back to that alignment piece. How can human design help you find alignment in your business or really just your life? Yeah. So the biggest piece that I found when I was writing copy is that you can check all the boxes. And if it wasn't aligned with who the person selling was, it wouldn't sell. Like it would just kind of flop. Maybe you do a little bit, but it, it wouldn't work. Right. And you really have to understand who you are to find the alignment. And that's where the human design comes in because it allows you to understand who you are at your core. You can decondition, you can like stop blaming and shaming yourself because it's like, take your emotional solar plex. Like from, unless you know that you can sit there going, "Ah, I'm just going to like, I need to force it. I need to make a decision and nothing is going to be aligned. Nothing is going to feel easy. It's not going to feel right because you're not working with your own energy instead of actually working with your energy being like, okay, I'm going to go through this wave. I know that whatever's going, what is right for me will still be there when I'm ready to make my decision and um, allowing your energy to flow and not closing it off um, because of conditioning and what other people are telling you, you need, or you should do or shouldn't do. That's perfect. Um, I want to chat a little bit more about the flow of energy and I guess the access that different human design types have to energy, specifically Mm -hmm. sacral beings versus non-sacral beings. Do you have any tips um, for people who maybe don't have access to that sacral energy in terms of preventing burnout when it comes to showing up and getting visible online? So being visible... 
the whole idea of being consistent, I think we've got wrong because everybody is different. Everybody can show up in consistent ways differently, right? Like your definition of consistent is different than mine. Um, The important piece is showing up as your whole authentic self every, every time you do, whether that's every day, every week, it doesn't, that part I feel like doesn't matter as much. If your message is clear and aligned and you're showing up every time that you feel you have the energy to, and especially as the projector, like maybe that's once a week only on live. Um, and the rest of the time you're, maybe you batch content when you feel like you have the energy and the rest of the time, just allow our, I mean, I think we, we get hung up and thinking that we only will get clients when we show up. And that's not true. The truth is that your content can speak for you. So making sure that you're energetically coding your content and really putting your whole authentic self into that so that it's out there sharing your message for you without you having to be there all the time. Does that make sense? Yes, I love that idea of kind of reframing the way that we look at consistency, because this is something that I hear from introverts all the time. They're like, I just cannot make myself show up consistently. And it's like, we, we need to kind of dig a little bit deeper and figure out, okay, how are you defining consistency and how can we make visibility work for you and your specific human design type, right? Yeah. I want to chat a little bit more about that coding piece and really showing up authentically. Um, Something that I hear from introverts again, a lot is that, you know, they're private people. They don't want to air all their dirty laundry and open up and be vulnerable about their personal life and their content. So I just wanted to kind of hear your take on um, authenticity content. You know, how can you show up without giving it all away and while still honoring your personal boundaries? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't think you have to share everything. Um, I definitely don't. So when you look at your chart, all of the energy is trying to get to the throat because that's the throat is how things are manifested um, into really not like manifested in the new age sense, but just brought to life, right? And all of the energy is trying to get there. So you're looking at what centers you have defined and then what channels are kind of getting it to the throat. And if you're, if you have an undefined throat, if it's white, it only means that it's, you have multiple ways of talking. So you have multiple ways of sharing your story, multiple ways of just getting things out. Um, And it's all about right timing. It's all about trusting that people will want what you have to say, but not giving into the pressure. There's a lot of pressure with an undefined throat to talk and just talk, 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 talk. Um, But dealing with that pressure and understanding that when the time is right, you will know exactly what to say and it will be incredibly impactful. Now, if your throat is defined, then that's colored in, looking at the channels that are coming to it. So there'll be a channel to another defined Um, center. And that is your like consistent way of sharing your message. So if it's to your Ajna, which is one block up in your head, it's all about ideas and really sharing your thoughts and your ideas. If it's connected to your spleen, it's more about sharing in the moment. 
You don't have to necessarily talk about your personal deep stories. Maybe yes, if that's what feels like needs to come out, but it's more trusting your intuition about what you need to share right now. The, if it's connected to your solar plex, it's an emotional story. So um, like how, how you dealt with emotions, how the emotions are showing up for you is really important that you kind of share that emotional journey, um, whether it's in the past or if it's in the present. Um, that kind of depends on the gates. I think for most people, they, um, they know what they need to share. They just don't share it, right? Like they intuit, like, I know I should share this, but I'm scared to share it or I'm afraid of being judged right. to share it or whatever, but you know what you need to share. Um, and then if it's connected to the G center, which is one below, it's about identity and worthiness. Like how you, how can you share, um, like, it's also about resources and being able to see what people need and help them get what they need. Um, so that's a broad view. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Of kind of what you should share. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing that I hear a lot is, and I even say this myself, I preach this, you know, use storytelling in your content, connect with people emotionally. But I remember listening to a podcast episode that you were on recently, and you were talking about how not everybody is designed to share these super emotional stories. I think it's, you know, they don't have that energy in the solar plexus, correct me if I'm wrong. So do you want to just speak a little bit more to that piece and how we're kind of conditioned to show up in this specific way, but maybe you're not designed to do that? Yeah. And for you being the emotional projected, that is super important. It is really important for you to share your emotions and you'll notice that you'll get more engagement when you do share that kind of stuff. Versus me, I am more splenic. I have undefined solar plex. I'm more splenic in the moment, sacral, like all of that. It doesn't really matter. Like I don't have to share the emotional part of it to get connection with people. Um, I just have to share and be in the moment of what I feel intuitively needs to be said. Um, so that's, it's, that is a conditioning thing that I feel like there's, um, that is there. So people that are emotional, they'll share their emotions and be like, this is what works. And like, it does work for you hundred percent. It works for you, but it's not going to work for somebody that is undefined in the solar plex. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. And I think that's why it's so important to choose a mentor. If you're going to follow somebody and take advice from them, make sure that they understand your design type, right? Make sure that they can give you that customized advice and they're not just going to preach to you storytell if that's not what you're really meant to do. And I see this difference in our content, Rachel. Like I see you share a lot of like really tactical stuff about human design and you get tons of engagement and people love Mm -hmm. it. But in my content, I, I feel like I share a lot of vulnerable things about like my childhood and being shy and reserved. And, you know, that kind of just yep. works for my niche too. But it's just Absolutely. these perfect examples of how we show up yep. based on our unique designs. Mm-hmm. So a follow-up question that I have for you though is, does this tend to be the same across the board? Like, do all emotional projectors tend to be more like storytelling types? Do like, are there certain recommendations for how you should show up based on the different types? Yes and no. So um, it is based a large part on your, your type. So a manifester I talk about, they need to share their vision. They're here to get the party started. So sharing the 
big vision of like what you're taking, where you're taking people to. The generators are about your repeatable process. They're here to master something. So what are they repeatedly doing that becomes mastered and honed over time? The manifesting generator is about how they're combining different things to skip steps. So how are you bringing seemingly un, um, uncommon things together that make something really beautiful and allow someone to skip steps? Um, the projector is about sharing your personal story and you're guiding, but not from the like, this is what you need to do. I see a lot of projectors coming from that energy of like, um, because you see what people need to change. You see how people can, or what they need to shift in order to solve their problem, right? And you want so much to help them. So you're like, I see you're, you're, this is what you're doing and you need to change. Um, but that comes off with the projector energy very... I don't want to say bossy, but it's like, it's just generators, manifestors, they, they don't want to be told what to do necessarily, especially by a projector, but we need you projectors to tell us what we're doing wrong. <laughs> so it's a little bit, um, so for projectors, I like to coach you through sharing more from your story, which is what you do and sharing like, this is how I um, solve the problem for myself. And this is how it can, how I can help you through it as well. Instead of like telling them what to do necessarily, but sharing more from your story, right? A lot of projectors are emotional. So um, not all, some of them are mental, some are, but by and large, most projectors are emotional authority. So it is about your emotional journey, your emotional story and how you have healed something achieve something and now you're here to help other people do the same thing does that make sense yes um i've heard before that the projector energy is like the most penetrative energy and so it's important to have that permission or that invitation um so that that definitely makes sense and i appreciate you diving deep into that so in terms of copywriting i kind of want to shift gears and go to the more tactical side of copywriting do you have any tips that you share with your clients across the board regardless of their human design types like of do's and don'ts when it comes to copy clear clarity you got to be super clear on the result of what you're giving your clients especially in the coaching world um you it needs to be super clear what the result is going to be for somebody to work with you um and then generally also how they're going to get there like what is your process what is your method um, that kind of thing, that is what kind of differentiates you from other people. Because a lot of times the result is very similar to someone else, but the way you do it is different and people will connect with you and that way of doing it. Um, so keeping that in mind as well, of really clarifying what is that system or process that you do uh, that is so unique to you. Yeah, <laughs> that that's super helpful. I think that a lot of times we are paralyzed by this idea that we have to come up with this clever brand name or this Mm. clever process or whatever it is, but it doesn't matter how clever it is if people don't know what the heck it is that you are talking about, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's got to be, and even the results, I see a lot of people being very vague in the results and very airy fairy of like, oh, you're going to be confident. Like, what does that mean? 
Yeah. Yeah. And why does it matter to people? Like why what's the internal matter? problem? Exactly. Why yeah. does it matter? How is their life going to change? What does it mean for them? And really asking and digging deep into the why, 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 why? I'd say my the thought came to me um, is really thinking about where your ideal client is right now and what their red hot moment pain is. And can you offer a perspective shift to that pain, right? Like they're, they're stuck in that pain for a reason. And how can you offer a perspective shift to help them get out of it? Right. And that's probably, it should be leading into what your signature offer is. Um, But that's so many people get stuck in a certain pain and they don't, they hesitate to buy or, um, join your program or whatever, because they honestly, they don't see how it's going to help them. They've tried everything or they don't see like what you're doing is any different than anyone else. So how can you really clarify that for them and be super clear in it so that they go, Oh, and can make that shift for themselves and buy your, whatever you're selling, um, whether that's a program or yeah. Yeah. And really in order to do that, you have to know the person that you're speaking to inside and out. Right. And we hear a lot of talk in the online space about your ideal client avatar. And I find that a lot of people recommend that you, you know, their mother's maiden name or what their favorite (laughs) brand of toilet paper is. And, and I just wanted to ask for your perspective on this. Like how deep do you think you need to dig into that ideal client avatar in order to get clarity in your messaging? So I will say that not everyone has to like niche down really tight. Um, Manifestors don't really, the, your core message doesn't necessarily need to be niched, but your offer does. So if you, even as a manifester, if you have an offer, like who is the right person for this specific offer? I cannot talk this morning. Um, And I wouldn't say you need to know like their mother's main name, but you do need to understand where they're at. So what are they struggling with? Why are they struggling with it? What have they tried to fix it? Do they, and honestly, do they even realize that it is a problem or um, a lot of times the, what they think is the problem isn't the problem, right? Like it's something much deeper or it's just something completely different. And you have as the, as the, um, healer and the coach, you need to understand exactly where they're at and why they're stuck and why your offer will help them get unstuck. Those things is more important than like, yeah, what they ate yesterday. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Rachel. I love that so much. And I hope that everybody is taking notes, especially when you dropped all those questions that you should ask about where your ideal client's at in terms of your offer. Like who Mm -hmm. is the perfect person for this offer? So yeah, yeah, that was golden. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, you're welcome. before we sign off, do you have like any final thoughts for our listeners in terms of human design and copywriting? I would say you probably already know what you, what your message needs to be. You're just avoiding it. (laughs) So really sit and go like, what, what do I really want to be sharing? And then ask why you're not sharing it. Really journal on that and decide like, is it because you're afraid of being seen? Is it because you're just worried that someone will judge you or whatever and really work through that because you heal that and you work through that, then you can go out and share your message with 
authenticity and confidence and um, all the things. So, and I help a lot of clients through the visibility piece of it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That is so tough, especially as an introvert. If you're like a shy introvert, that fear Mm -hmm. of being seen or heard is Mm -hmm. huge. It's Mm -hmm. something that I've dealt with. And so I'm so glad you spoke to that piece. Um, Rachel, can you tell our listeners where they can connect with you? I know they're going to want to run over to yeah. your social home after this. So yeah, definitely. I definitely want to invite everybody to the Facebook group, Aligned Copy Posse. Um, I will send you the link to it, but it's just Aligned Copy Posse. Uh, it's my free group where I share all kinds of good stuff. On Instagram, you'll find me at Rachel underscore cloud nine. Okay, so everybody make sure you go and connect with Rachel. And until next time, bye. Thank you for listening to Introverts Empowered Podcast. If you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to join in a community of fellow introverted women in business, I invite you to join my free Facebook community, Introverts Empowered. This is where we get real about the struggles that we face as sensitive women in business, and we also discuss marketing tips and tricks that tend to work really well for these personality types. So just search Introverts Empowered in the Facebook bar and answer the membership questions and I'll be sure to let you in. Can't wait to see you there.